What's up and welcome to episode 68 of the Jake Talk Sports Podcast. In today's episode, we are going to be breaking down the games that have happened so far here in week 17, the Sunday slate and the Thursday night games, giving my thoughts on all of them, giving my thoughts on some of the playoff spots that were clinched and stuff like that. But before we get into all that, be sure to use Anchor. If you're looking to get into the podcast business, there's no better way to do it. Let's get right into it. All right, so starting off with the Thursday night game, obviously one of the less interesting games coming into the week, Cowboys-Titans with Josh Dobbs starting for the Titans and Derrick Henry being out and just a bunch of Titans starters being out. And the fact was they were still fighting for a playoff spot, so this was still a game that they needed to win, and they got pretty easily manhandled. Um, I watched most of this game. Dak Prescott, he threw the two picks. One of them was definitely not his fault. The other one was his fault, in my opinion. So kind of a mix there, but he also threw for 282 yards, two touchdowns, had a good game. Malik Davis, one of their rookies who they drafted, kind of as a Tony Pollard replacement um, because Tony Pollard probably is going to walk in for agency this year. Looked a lot better than I expected him to and kind of looked like, looked like he could be that um, that replacement for Tony Pollard if he were to leave because he's a very good receiving back. He's very fast. He's kind of, again, a very, very nice number two to Ezekiel Alley. He's that nice little number two in the one-two punch there. Uh, so the Cowboys, they played a good game. They played a decent enough game. Uh, they weren't really able to put, I mean, the Titans away in a very long time. Uh, they weren't able to put him away right away. They weren't able to put him away throughout most of the game. Josh Jobs played a good game through his first career touchdown pass. Uh, played a better game than I expected him to. I mean, this is a guy who had not started a game in five years of being in the league, which means that obviously he wasn't great. But he played a game that you would expect out of a backup like him. He gave them gave the defense a little bit of a run for their money in the beginning, but obviously they ended up not winning the game. Uh, nothing happened pretty much on the offensive side of the ball. I mean, Robert Woods had a few nice catches. He had the touchdown. Traylon Burks had a fantastic play on the sideline. He's a guy that we can always talk about. Traylon Burks is going to be a top five receiver in this class, in my opinion. I think he's awesome. He's super athletic. Had a fantastic play on the sideline. I don't know how he stayed in bounds. I think this is a really good game from him. I think this is a game that really proved to me that he's that guy that I liked coming out of Arkansas. Cardinals-Falcons, a one-point win for the Falcons. Didn't matter. Both teams are eliminated from playoff contention, and also the Cardinals had a David Blau, a quarterback who threw for 222 yards in touchdown but only completed 24 out of 40 passes. Um, Cardinals couldn't really do much. Uh, it's been a really, really down year for DeAndre Hopkins, who had no catches in this game. Trey McBride was the leading receiver. Seven catches, 78 yards in touchdown. If he had Trey McBride in fantasy, I guess, then uh, that's good for you because he had a great game. But, yeah, this game had no playoff implications whatsoever. Desmond Ritter, uh, I mean, he missed a bad throw, you know, on, on fourth down and goal. That could have had another touchdown. He didn't throw any touchdowns, no picks. I don't know if he's the guy in Atlanta. He really has not moved me at all in his performances so far since he was named the starter. Um, but Tyler Algier is legit. He is the real deal. Him and Patterson are going to be a great running back duo if they maintain Patterson. But Algier, so that was, I mean, came out of nowhere, but he's been fantastic this year. Moving on to a more interesting game with definitely with playoff implications, the Dolphins and the Patriots. Uh, the Dolphins obviously had to start. Teddy Bridgewater, who went 12 for 19 with 161, a touchdown and a pick before he was hurt. They had to put in Skylar Thompson, who went 12 for 21 with 104 yards, a touchdown and a pick. Pretty much identical stats to Teddy. Um, they didn't get anything going on in the run game in the Patriots. I mean, Belichick, it doesn't matter how bad of a team he has, he will find a way to win these kind of games. And he'll find a way to have this defense up and running. I mean, two interceptions um, is no joke, especially for a team that people kind of slept on, like a defense that 
specifically a defense. The Bill kind of stepped on Kyle Duggar had a pick six, uh, you know, and Jonathan Jones had a pick. I mean, the pick six really was what carried this team. Mac Jones didn't have some phenomenal game. He threw two touchdowns, 203 yards, 20 for 33. I mean, that's just a general Mac Jones game. It's usually what you expect out of him. Uh, Ramondre Stevenson, Damian Harris, two guys that I really like, did nothing on the ground. Tyquan Thornton was a leading receiver. I mean, Thornton, I don't. He's not a wide receiver one in the NFL. They need a wide receiver one on this team uh, for for Mac Jones. And once they get that, I think this team could be a little dangerous. And they're even still kind of dangerous now. I mean, honestly, if they end up being, I don't know what seed they would end up being or what seed they are now. If they end up being like the seven seed on Buffalo, they end up being the two seed. I'm Kansas City. I'm not sleeping on this team because Belichick, we've seen him do it. I mean, obviously, last year they came in and they got smoked in the wild card by Buffalo, but I'm not saying that that's going to happen again. I, I honestly think that they could actually like make a run at a team in the first round here. Saints Eagles, Saints won. They were also eliminated from playoff contention because the Packers won uh, later that day. Uh, the Eagles, they're going to finish probably 14 and 3 or 13 and 4. They have the one seed. Um, I believe they have the one seed. I think the Cowboys actually are still in contention for it because they have to win out and the Eagles have to lose out, which could still happen. The Cowboys could get the number one seed and drop the Eagles all the way down to the five seed, which would mean that they would destroy the Buccaneers in the first round. Um, and Minshew, 18 for, 20, 18 for 32, 274, touchdown on the pick. He's not – I really don't think Minshew is this – guaranteed to be a starter at some point in the NFL kind of guy like people kind of make it seem out seem to be or make it out to be on Twitter and stuff I think that he's good I think that he has potential but I mean I think what we've seen in Gardner Minshew is what we're going to get with Gardner Minshew I don't think anybody wants that as their starter currently um the Eagles you know they had Devontae Smith in a good game AJ Brown had a good game it's just it really just it goes more and more into the Jalen Hurts MVP case you know, because everybody said that if you put Gardner Minshew in, this team is fine. But now they've lost two in a row, one of them to a seven and nine Saints team, who was who was a six and nine Saints team coming into this game without Jalen Hurts. He is very valuable to this team. People are saying any quarterback could do what Jalen Hurts is doing in this system. No, I mean everybody said Gardner Minshew would be the same, and he's not. I mean this Jalen Hurts, I he's my MVP pick. People are calling me crazy to put him over Mahomes right now, but I really, really think he's more valuable to the Eagles. Um, then people give him credit for. The Giants absolutely smacked the Colts. They played well in a must-win game. Uh, Nick Foles is washed. He got hurt, so prayers up for him for a speedy recovery. This is probably the last we've seen of him in the NFL. Sam Ellinger didn't do much. Um, it was really just the Giants having a field day. Daniel Jones is a guy I want to talk about. Uh, 177 for two touchdowns, no picks, 19 for 24. He's only turned the ball over six times this season. Six times. A guy who was labeled as the fumble king, a guy who threw a bunch of picks, six times. He has over 3,300 total yards, okay, and 20-plus touchdowns. Daniel Jones is playing well, okay? Everybody sees him as this mid-to-terrible quarterback, as one of the worst stars in the league. But honestly, I think he's starting to look to me like a top-half starter in this league. I think he's top 16, at least. But people... Do not give this man credit. I'm not saying that he's the franchise guy. I'm not saying that he should be extended after this season, maybe for a year at least, to say, hey, if Dable can continue to develop him, why not? Okay, Daniel Jones hasn't turned the ball over like he used to, has been more accurate, has just been overall a better quarterback, but people still want to say that he's one of the worst stars in the league. I don't think with some of the QB play we've seen this year, that's even close to being right. I, I love Daniel Jones. I've always loved Daniel Jones. I mean, he had 11 carries for 91 yards and two touchdowns on top of the passing numbers. Four total touchdowns yesterday against the Colts. Okay. Outrush Saquon. Outrush Matt Breda. 
and the, Isaiah Hodgins coming out of nowhere. Richard James has been having some putting together a string of nice games. I mean, the Giants, they're looking nice as much as we hate to say it. Uh, Panthers, Bucks, Panthers had to win it to make the playoffs. They're going to be out of the playoffs. They're going to finish six and ten, maybe seven and ten. They're going to finish six and eleven, maybe seven and ten. Depending on what happens against the Saints next week, those team are both eliminated. So who really cares? Uh, but Darnold, I think Darnold's really interesting because he threw for almost 350 yards and three touchdowns today. I think Darnold, I think the Panthers should be seriously considering Darnold for next year. I think they should seriously be considering, hey, look at this. We have a good team. If we draft well, we'll have an even better team around a guy who's playing pretty well with our current team. And I honestly think that Sam Darnold, even if he ends up sucking, you get a high draft pick probably. And then you have to wonder, are the Panthers going to tank? And if they were going to tank, they probably wouldn't start Sam Darnold because he's that quarterback who will win you enough games where you won't. Um, overall, really, really interesting game. Uh, obviously, Brady and the Bucks are going to finish in the playoffs. I mean, I think they could give a team a run for their money. Right now, they're going to face whoever finishes second in the NFC East, whether it's the Cowboys or the Giant or the Eagles. I think it'll probably be a win for the NFC East team either way. Uh, I do think the Buccaneers, if it ends up being the Cowboys, which I'm thinking it will, if it ends up being the Cowboys, I think the Buccaneers could seriously give them a run for their money. I wouldn't even count them out fully, totally against Philadelphia just because it's Tom Brady, and we've seen this movie before. Um, Broncos, Chiefs, Chiefs won by a field goal. They really needed this one, stay alive for the one seed, um, and they got it. I mean, Russell Wilson didn't play that great of a game. He had a rushing touchdown, but he had a pick with 222 yards and a touchdown. I mean, they really got to figure this thing out, man. I mean, they got an interim coach. Now they got to hire a new guy. They got to hire somebody offensive-minded because their defense is great. I mean, if they were to hire Sean Payton and get Vic Fangio as a DC, I think that's the best-case scenario for them. I don't think that Sean Payton wants to go there. I'm not sure if Vic Fangio wants to go back there. But if he did and if they do, those two plus whatever staff Payton's putting together could seriously be scary because I think Sean Payton is the perfect the perfect offensive mind for this team, the perfect coach for this team. Uh, the Chiefs, Mahomes did his thing. Um, Pacheco, I mean, they really are just a pretty complete team. And, you know, Kadarius Tony is a leading receiver, which I'm so glad to see because he didn't really get his opportunities in New York. Now that he is, he's really proving that he's one of – uh, one of the more talented receivers, one of the more talented gadget guys in the league. Uh, the Lions completely demolished the Bears. Are we really surprised? No, Bears suck. Justin Fields, very underwhelming. Seven for 21. Awful game. One touchdown a pick, 75 yards. Awful game. Okay. I know I get the receiver situation isn't good, but Chase Claypool played. Komet was there. St. Brown Harry. He had guys. He had guys. All right. And then honestly, just it was a bad game from him. He had great rushing stats whatsoever. I don't care. He needs to improve as a passer. That's flat out. Flat out needs to improve as a passer. And if he doesn't, 7 for 21 is unacceptable, even if you have bad receivers. Okay, you have to improve as a passer here. Goff, Masterclass, 20 for 29, 21 for 29, 255, three touchdowns. He has these games, and he's kind of starting to string them together now because the narrative was around Jared Goff for that he would randomly have these kind of really, really good games. And now all of a sudden, he's not randomly doing it. He's consistently doing it. I think the Lions are 100% should be locked in on Jared Goff for next season. Just build around him, get this team even better. Because right now, you're competing for a playoff spot with him, and you're one of the hottest teams in football with him. I think. If you improve the team around him a little bit, you get some added pieces on that defense. I think they'll be fine with Jared Goff next year. Uh, Jamal Williams and DeAndre Swift both had a phenomenal game. 144 yards rushing for Williams with a touchdown. 78 for Swift with a touchdown. Jameson Williams had a 40-yard rush. 
I mean, the receivers, great game all around. Great game all around. Swift had a receiving touchdown. Uh, their tight ends are catching touchdowns left and right. Really just a, a very fun team to watch in the Detroit Lions. Browns commanders in a must-win game. I mean, Ron Rivera didn't even know that it was a must-win game. There's an interview that came out where somebody mentioned it. And he goes, we can be eliminated today. And they were. They've been eliminated. Uh, I think, uh, speaking of Ron Rivera, that he probably shouldn't keep his job. I know everybody loves Ron Rivera, and he has been a very good coach. He's had a nice run in Washington, but the decision to start Carson Wentz over Taylor Heineke is one that I don't think anybody can really excuse, or one that I think anybody can really justify. This team plays better with Heineke. Okay, they play more inspired football with Taylor Heineke around them. It just, even if he's not the better quarterback, which honestly he might be, because Carson Wentz stunk it up against a terrible Browns defense yesterday. I don't think that Taylor Heineke would have played nearly as bad as Wentz did. 16 for 28, 143, no touchdowns to three picks. And they didn't even put Heineke in once to try and get this, themselves back in this game. It's like they weren't playing for anything when they were playing for everything. Their season was on the line. I think Ron Rivera seriously needs to be on the hot seat, and I think he probably is after after this game. The Browns, I don't even want to talk about I don't care about them. I mean, I don't care about them. They, they're awful. I hate them. Uh, Jags destroyed the Texans with Trevor Lawrence throwing no touchdowns. Okay, Travis Etienne, 9 carries, 100 yards, a touchdown. Jamichael Hasty, 10 carries, 33 yards, and a touchdown. Jay, Jay, I almost said James Conner. Conner, I don't know his first name, I'm sorry. Uh, five catch, sorry, five carries, 71 yards, and a touchdown. All rushing touchdowns for them. They had a forced fumble. They had a fumble scoop and score. I mean, really just a fantastic game by the Jags defense. And their offense, if their run game can function like this and Trevor Lawrence actually has a good game, then they could be pretty scary in the playoffs. And they're going to make the playoffs because absolutely garbage the Titans are. Garbage. And the Texans, they need a quarterback. <laughs> Please just have a quarterback first of all. 49ers Raiders didn't see any of this game, but they went to overtime, so I have to assume that it was a de- at least a decent game. Raiders eliminated from playoff contention. I mean, J- Jared Stidham, I, I, I don't get the decision to bench Jared Goff. Not Jared Goff, Derek Carr. Uh, Josh McDaniels, I think, is another guy who should be fired at the end of the season. I think that there should be no doubt in the Raiders organization's minds that he is not the coach for them. Uh, you know, Josh Jacobs didn't have that great of a game. Stidham threw for almost 400 yards, but he threw three. Touchdowns and two picks. I mean, didn't get it done. Devontae Adams had a phenomenal game. Um, just about kept themselves in it. Um, Brock Purdy did Brock Purdy things, did what any quarterback could do in this 49er system, and they won the game. So McCaffrey had his first huge rushing game as a as a Niner. They're putting it together. They're the two seed right now. I mean, this team is seriously dangerous. And right now, if the Packers were to make the playoffs, they'd be playing the 49ers. I don't want that. I don't want to get clowned for another loss. The 49ers in the playoffs, so I'm, I'm good with us not making the playoffs. Actually, no, I'm not. Please, please beat Detroit. Please beat Detroit. Um, Jets beat the Seahawks. Sorry, the Seahawks beat the Jets. Jets are eliminated. Seahawks are still alive. All we have to do is win to beat them out for the seventh seed, though. Mike White, not the guy. 23 for 46, 240 and two touchdowns. They can say not very good. Seahawks defense. I they don't have a quarterback who they can move into next year comfortably with on the roster this year. That's my take, and I don't think that Mike White's that guy. Zach Wilson's definitely not that guy. They've already said they're moving on from him. Joe Flacco's not that guy that you want to move in. The run game wasn't good. Uh, yeah, Jets just completely fell apart, um, and Geno Smith did his thing. I mean, the Seahawks, they make the playoffs if they win and the Packers lose. Um, I believe that's how it works. Yeah, because they beat the Lions. So they have the tiebreaker over the Lions. Seahawks win and the Packers lose their end. 
that would be interesting to see them play against like Minnesota. I think they would probably lose, but I think that they they, they could at least compete. Speaking of Minnesota, they got smoked by my Packers. I made TikTok videos about this. Simple as this. Kirk Cousins, you can't win big games with Kirk Cousins because this is a big game. Division rival, you want to you you want to send Green Bay home. You want to compete for the one seed. You got to win this thing, and he came up flat. Okay, the one touchdown, don't even be fooled. It was garbage time. You know, they got absolutely destroyed. I mean, Justin Jefferson had one catch for 15 yards. Jair had him in prison. I'm so happy to see it. I'm so happy to see Jair kind of back on his redemption arc here. Rodgers played a good game. The offense played a functional game, and that's all you can really ask for from them because they haven't been functioning this year. The defense has been consistently turning the ball over, making big plays, and the Packers offense just said, eh, we're not going to do anything with that. Thanks anyway, though. But this game, they kind of said, hey, we're going to take that. Aaron Jones had a phenomenal game, one of my favorite players, if not my favorite player in the league. Tunyon had touchdown catch. I love him. Glad to see it. But overall, the Packers played the best game that I've seen them play all season, and they deserve to win it. Rams Chargers, Rams suck. Chargers don't. They won 31-10. Nothing to talk about there. Same with Ravens. Mike Tomlin's a superhero, apparently, because they're going to compete to finish with a winning record. I think they play the Browns, so there's a good chance they do. They can make the playoffs still, and that's just crazy to me. Um, Kenny Pickett made a really nice throw to Najee Harris on the touchdown, um, and that's the thing that got them in in, in the the lead. And I think Kenny Pickett is the franchise guy. I do – uh, he's not phased by pressure. He has been playing well in these past few games, and he's leading a team that was pretty brutal with Mitch Trubisky to a likely playoff berth if they win next week. So that would be a very interesting thing to look at. Um, yeah, that is all I've got on the Week 17 breakdown so far. I'll probably just do a Week 18 preview and include the breakdown of the Bills-Bengals game tonight uh, in that episode because it's going to be a good game, so I'm probably going to want to break it down. Um, yeah, that's all I got for you guys. Thank you guys so much for listening. Be sure to follow, rate, review, do whatever you can to help us grow on all platforms. Here's for the first episode of 2023. Happy New Year.